Hi everyone, it's your girl Shalea. So I have not done an episode in about two weeks. Like it's been real. I just been moving around and it's like I try to stick to my Sunday and Sunday gets here and it ain't happening. <laughs> so it's Friday. So I'm doing one now. And who knows? I might pop out another one on Sunday since I done skipped out on two whole weeks. Like, I owe you. I owe y'all. So I got to make it up to you. I got to do what I got to do to make you happy. You know what I'm saying? But I've been thinking a lot lately. There's been a lot going on in my life. Like I said, I, I mentioned earlier that there is an announcement that I will have. But it's just not going to be today gonna be soon but just not today and then I'm gonna give y'all the whole background and the whole story when I'm comfortable with expressing that you have to allow some you know you have to sometimes allow people to be comfortable with expressing different things or um you know just something that they're going through in their own personal life um and I feel like if I'm going to have a, a show if I'm going to have a podcast then I should be able to talk about my life and not just to talk about other people, what other people are going through, talking about what I'm going through too, you know? So I feel like if you have a show, you're, you you shouldn't exclude yourself and your own personal issues. You should talk about your personal issues. But like I said, but you have to allow someone to become comfortable with that. You have to allow someone to become comfortable with talking about their issues. Not everybody's comfortable enough. But sometimes if they're working towards that, they will get there and they will share it with you in their own time. So I'm going to talk about another topic today. And I kind of want to talk about love and just the effect of love. And I'm sorry, I'm working at the same time right now. I'm working at the same time right now, so you're going to hear a little different things. But I just wanted to talk to you while, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about all of this. And basically, with love, I feel like love starts in the home. When I look, when I'm 25 now, and I loved a lot. <laughs> just for 25 people, like, girl, you just get started. No, I've been in relationships since I was little, right? Like, I've always been in some type of freaking relationship. Finally, I am not. Finally, I'm just me. I'm by myself. And I don't have anyone that I'm answering to. And that just came about, like, last year. So I've been single all of this year. All of 2019. Um... And it's just, it's been something new for me. It's been something new. It was a struggle at first. And I'm just always used to having someone there, someone to call. Because when you have a boyfriend, he's your best friend. And I'm pretty sure the same goes for a a man who has a girlfriend. They become your best friend. That's somebody who you call up like, you know what just happened? That's somebody you call when when you're mad, when you're sad. When just whatever, just anything you got to say. You got some good news. You got some bad news. Like, you call them first. And that's what I had. I had a, I had a, my ex, we were together for almost four to four years, going on five. And I decided to end it because um, there were a lot of different things going on that 
um, you know, I felt was not right. It was a little toxic. Don't get it to, like, we loved each other. We loved each other dearly. But, you know, sometimes you have to recognize when a relationship is toxic. And even though you love that person, if you keep trying to work towards it not being toxic, but then it keeps going back to that, it keeps going back to being toxic, then you have to change it up. You have to change the situation. So that's what I did. Um, I finally let it go. I just let it go. The way I did it probably wasn't the best way ever. I'm pretty, he was hurt and he reached out to my family and everything. And it was hard for me. And, you know, I still, I'm still sad about it today. Like sometimes I think about it, but I'm like, I did the best thing, you know, because now he gets to go and have, or try to find a love that's not toxic. And I get to do the same thing, but you know, that's that. Like I said, there's been some things that happened since me and him have broken up last year. And I have messed with, you know, somebody just for like literally temp like bury a short second, basically, literally. And now I'm just single. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just single. But let's get back to this love. I feel like love starts in the home. Love starts from what you learn when you are a child. So what is being taught to you by your parents, by the way they treat you or the situation that you grow up in. In my personal situation, um, I don't know my real father and I don't talk about this a lot. I don't highlight it. But if you're going to listen to my show, you're going to know. So if you a coworker, a friend or whatever, if I ain't never tell you this before, you're learning about it now because guess what? You decide to step into my world. This my world. You listen to my world. <laughs> so yes, um, you know, I don't know my real dad. I have no idea who he is. I don't know his name. I don't know his skin tone. I don't know anybody on that side of the family. I apparently have brothers and sisters that I don't know. That I probably walk around DC as we speak. DC and Merlin. And I just don't know who they are. Sadly. We're about the same age probably too. Um, according to the story, he the father I did have, he had another woman pregnant at the same time. And that's why, you know, my mom didn't speak to him or something. She was walking up to tell him that she was pregnant and she seen him with another pregnant woman rubbing his belly, rubbing her belly when he was she was walking up. You know, back in the day they didn't have no phones like that. And, you know, she just bailed out and her family snatched her up and took her down to New Orleans. That's where I was born um, because she was young. My mom was super young. She was a teenager when she had me, like, the beginning of her teens. <laughs> Not then, but the beginning. And my grandmother, um, her mom moved down to New Orleans with her husband because her husband was in the Navy. So she moved down there. My mom didn't want to switch schools, so she stayed up here in D.C. Um, so my mom's mom kept my mother and then my mom's mom which my great grandma she was like uh-uh I'm not doing this this girl's up here she wilding out she pregnant come get your daughter so my grandmother came up and got my mom from DC drove her all the way back down New Orleans when they found out she was pregnant and that's where I was born so yeah but then my mom also had like a love after that and um, you know, different things, and I had a godfather, and he, um, you know, helped out, but our relationship was always back and forth and strained, and I don't really have a strong relationship with him anymore at all. Like, we stopped having a strong relationship after I was in middle school, 
So I've kind of been like on my own without really a father figure per se since middle school, if you know what I mean. So, and that kind of affected me. So it, it, and it just, it has me sitting here now, like there are so many people out here who's trying to love, like they're trying to love and they're trying to let love in, but then sometimes it's hard for them. Sometimes it's hard for people to know how to love others. Because when I look back at myself, I realized that even though I've loved, I don't feel like I've really loved. And I feel like the reason that I haven't is because I had so many holes inside of me. I had, you know, a hole that I had to fight with since I was younger of not knowing who my real dad was. That was something that I really wanted to know. It really affected me deeply. Like, I was, it harmed me. Like, I did a lot of harm or bad than good as a young child because of that. But give me a second. We'll be right back after this quick break. Okay, I'm back after my quick little water break. <laughs> but yeah, so like I said, it, it did a lot of harm for me. Um, and just the way that I was able to go out in love and, you know, going to college and being in these deep relationships. I was in two serious relationships in college. Um, the one, the first one was when I was a freshman up until maybe a sophomore and we broke up. Or, yeah, throughout my, through my sophomore year. And he was older than me. And um, then I got into a relationship with someone else after that. And he was much older than, is he? He... No, actually he's not. Um, he's He was younger than the first boyfriend I had in college because I forgot we were together for four to five years, so I've seen him from his 20s through his 30s. <laughs> See him from the 20s through the 30s, boy. So, yeah, but um, it affected the way that I could have let love in and allow that in. And I was always very independent with the first boy, serious boyfriend I had. He took, he initially took care of me. I didn't have a job in college at first. So, um, you know, and that's when I came home and they, my, my father, like I said, we didn't have like a strong relationship, but he found out I was dating an older guy. He was only like, what? He was like four years older than me or something like that. Or what was it? I was 20. Actually, he was seven years older than me. I'm tripping. He was seven years older than me. And, um, my dad found out. Well, the father who raised me, and he got upset. And he was like, called me in the room and said, hey, if this guy does anything to you, then, you, I mean, that's on you. If you get pregnant, you're not walking back in this house. And, you know, basically, like, I ain't messing with you. And if he beats you, don't call me. So I got my feelings. Cause I'm just like, the pregnant part, okay, I understand that. You're pregnant, you know. You should be on your own and have yourself established before you get pregnant in somebody's house or, you know, underneath somebody else's care. I understand that. But when they said the beat part, like, this man beat you, I ain't never, I got upset and I walked, I was like, man, I'm done. So I went, I was hurt and I don't know what type of thinking I was doing at the moment or what, but I was already supposed to be going to back down to visit him because he was down in Savannah and I came back up to D.C. for the summer. Like, we had just started dating like a couple months before then and 
you know, that's the honeymoon stage. And I was missing him and he was missing me. He's like, baby, I miss you. Come down. So he bought me like a ticket, a plane ticket to come down to Georgia. But I didn't get a ticket to go back. So once I got down there, I was going to get that ticket. But with the things, wait, they was going at home. I went down there and I ain't come back. So I guess my father saw it as me running away from home. <laughs> so it was beef. It was like, oh, well, shoot, you gone. Don't come back. You know what I'm saying? You ain't walking back, basically. So I went down there and I didn't come back for a long time. I didn't come back to D.C. for a very long time. And he was taking care of me. And yeah, like I moved in with him. I lived with him. I still was in school the whole time. But it just started affecting everything because because I did not know who my real father was and I had father issues, I was basically looking for a father. So he basically became almost, even though he was my lover, he became a father too, you know? Um, and when you allow a man to become your father, that means he's controlling everything you do. He's telling you what to do. You know, he's teaching you things. He's teaching you how to be a woman and how to, you know, get yourself together. Because I wasn't a full woman. I was only 19 years old. 1920 and this man is grown so he started teaching me shit teaching me how to drive you know teaching me how to cook for real for real. I knew how to cook a little bit but I didn't know how to cook all that he taught me how to cook <laughs> you know just all this stuff and me being a wife to him and basically you know I wasn't a wife but pretend like I'm a wife cooking cleaning folding clothes washing and folding clothes you know just the whole nine like I was doing it all so that's basically like what it became and he was good to me as well but after a while it became toxic because he knew that I was depending on him so he started taking taking advantage of it and he started cheating and doing certain things and you know disrespecting me and you know that that became really toxic so I had to let it go and in order to let that one go I had to move all the way back to DC y'all I had to move like I took my butt from Georgia all the way back to D.C. to get away from him because we was, ugh, it was a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that one. And it's crazy because when I do find, like, love, love kind of, it's like the other person, it's usually me who wants to end it, sadly, because I notice when something's not right. I notice when it's toxic and you know, I'll be, I'll become unhappy. And some people can sit in unhappy situations. Me, I cannot. Like, if I know this shit is toxic and it ain't getting no better, it's getting worse, I gotta go. Like, one, one thing I will always said, I will never sit there and allow myself to be treated less than or be in a toxic or abusive relationship. That's just something I don't want for myself. So, you know, I got to remove myself from those situations. And that's what I did. And then I came back down. I was single for about a year. So I turned 21 being single. I was with him 20. I broke up with him at 20. Like beginning of my 20. And then I turned 21. And I was single and I was living and I was happy. I was in college. Um, yeah, I came back down to Savannah afterwards. You know, having that summer break away from him, it broke our ties. And I'm pretty sure he went and started messing with somebody else. But when I did come back down, we did see each other a couple times, my ex. And, you know, that was that. We broke it all off. He moved away. I stayed where I was supposed to be, and I got my degree. Boom. We good. 
And shortly after, he ended up getting married and got somebody pregnant anyway. So, that was that. And then I found my second love who I was with for up until this year. So, once I turned 21, a couple weeks afterwards, I had found my second love. And he was kind of almost like the first love. But he was very peculiar in a way. Like, um... He did not like spending all the t- he did not like spending time with me like that. Like let's just put it like that. It was like he liked me, but he ain't like spending that much time with me. And it turned out because it was a lot of things that happened. But then he started, you know, he grew to being like that. So it was like at one point he was chasing me. So the way the relationship started was like he was chasing me. And then when he started pulling away, I'm like, hold up, he don't like me. And me, I don't like rejection. So I started chasing him. And then it was almost like a cat and mouse game because when I pull away, he'll chase me. When he'll pull away, I chase him. And that's how it was for like the first year and a half maybe. And then finally, you know, you establish, you get used to somebody, we together. We <laughs> ain't going nowhere, we together. But the first year that we were dating, like we didn't put a label on it. Like there was no label. Probably the first year and a half, there was no label, no nothing. It was just more like, I like you, you like me. We went through our little ups and downs and all that. And then, you know, we became boyfriend and girlfriend. Everybody knew who we, that we was together. And that's what it was. But it just became toxic. That one became toxic after a while, too. And it kind of might have started off just a little bit toxic, but it wasn't that bad. But then towards the end, you know, he just, you get older. I'm grown now. Like I said, I'm 25. He in his 30s. And it's just like, okay, if you're not growing together and, you know, instead of coming together, we kind of went apart. And I know it probably that's my fault a little bit since I wanted to move back to D.C., but I was not finding a job down in Georgia. And I needed me a job. I need a job. Like, I need a career. Not a job, a career. So I was not able to get my career off the ground when I was down there. So I had to do what I had to do and I had to come back to um, D.C. And as soon as I got back to D.C., what got a career so I made the right move but um you know we stayed together for a long time and it was just disrespect and little things of that sort that you know it just wasn't settling well with me and there were things I did too I ain't innocent I'll be real I did some things too and you know it's just like after a while if you in a relationship with somebody and y'all both looking at each other like can I trust you? It's time to let it go. You know, like, it's just time to let it go. Because if you don't have that trust and respect in a relationship, you just have to let it go. So I had to be the person to let that one go. And that was like the hardest let go ever. And as you can see, that's why I'm single now, because that was the hardest let go ever. Um, But saying so, back to how your childhood affects the relationships. Maybe when I look back, I noticed that I could have loved a little bit differently if I didn't go through what I went through in life. And I look back and I say, okay, I could tell that the fact that I didn't really have a father in my life affected my relationships in the way that I would act and what I will allow a man to get away with, you know? And also when it comes to my me being independent. I'm in, I'm very independent. 
I don't like being told what to do complete. You know, like, it's just, that's just who I am. But I take care of myself. And that's why I feel that way. Because after, you know, I had the first boyfriend. When I had my first boyfriend, that's when I started getting my job. Because, like I said, he was taking care of me. But he was throwing that in my face. I did not like that. So I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and get my butt a job. Get some money. Get my own car. Get this. Get that. And I did it all. I made sure I got it all. You know what I'm saying? Because I just did not like being, you know, controlled by somebody, being controlled by a man. I had enough of that in my childhood. I didn't want that for my man. I didn't want him controlling me. I'm like, listen, if we're in a relationship, it's a partnership. And that's just who I am. You know, I know some women don't mind, but that's just not who I am. So that's why I got to have my own. I got to have my own career and my own everything. But at the same time, because I went through those things and, you know, being controlled by the father who I did have when I was younger, I just did not want that. I don't want it. <laughs> but at the same time, I guess, and I, well, actually, I know, I know that it affected the relationships that I had because a man sometimes just want to be a man. They just want to be a man. They want to have the dominance over their relationship. They want to, you know, um, just you know, have some control over that woman sometimes and not always have a woman fight back with them on something or, you know, always be right about something. Sometimes they want to be right too. I've noticed that. I have. But that was like a big issue with me because I've run my life. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, this is my life. Like, if you ain't God, you ain't got no say so. So that, that definitely came in the way of a lot of my relationships. And even though they still loved me through it all, it just created problems and it created violence in a sense. Not like total, total like crazy violence, but it can start to create violence if a man does not appreciate a woman who, you know, just likes to do what she wants to do. But I'm going to end that there, y'all. I just want y'all to reflect on, you know, what is it? what is in your past that affects your relationships that y'all have now? And what can you work on to fix it? As you see, I reflected on what I've been through. And as you can tell, I know, you know, things about me that affected my relationship. So that's why I'm taking time to really work on that and work on myself and get myself together, put myself together as to how I can be a little bit more different when it comes to the next relationship that I get in so that a man doesn't feel like he has to fight with me about everything or fight for control because I'm so independent. Um, it's like, I have to allow the man to be there for me and to be a man sometimes. And, you know, that's okay. So you have to now look back if you do have issues. Some people don't, some people good. But if you do have issues, look at yourself sometimes. Don't always point the finger at the other person. Sometimes look at yourself. What can I do better? How can I become better? What do I do to cause certain situations in my life? or whatever, you know, is there something in my past that's holding me back from living a beautiful life, or having the best relationship possible, or being able to love people, because like I said, I don't really, really, uh, I loved, but I feel like there's a deeper love that I can experience that I have not experienced yet, and sometimes you never know when you love, or how you love, or when it's gonna come, but it's gonna come, but like I said, reflect on yourself, though. Reflect on yourself. Get yourself together. If you're single, 
reflect, get yourself together for when that right person comes along. Because you don't want that right person to come along and you all messed up. You can't love them and give them what they need because you all jacked up inside. Because you ain't give yourself a break to get yourself together. But I'm going to leave that there. Thank you for listening. I'll see y'all the next time. Bye.